0: and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt and today is Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. On today's show, Michael Shabon announces that Star Trek Picard has finished filming, Jonathan Frakes reveals that he had an anxiety attack about reprising his role as Riker, and pro wrestler Cody Rhodes showed off his Star Trek fandom at an event over the weekend. All this plus the week's Trek Trivia coming up next. Star Trek Picard has finished filming Season One. Over the weekend, writer and series showrunner Michael Shabon posted a selfie on Instagram with the caption That's a shooting wrap on season one of Star Trek Picard. There have been so many incredible moments, so many life and career high points, but for a 45 plus year Star Trek fan, Visiting the sacred Gorn-haunted grounds of Arena was a peak. Shabon was stood with another crew member in front of the iconic Vasquez Rocks in California, the scene where the now-famous battle was filmed between Captain Kirk and the Gorn Captain in the TOS episode Arena. The post initially garnered some controversy as it appeared that the crew member in the background was wearing a red Make America Great Again hat, One commenter noted, The MAGA hat feels really off-brand. Chabon later updated the caption of the post to clarify. The text on the hat, worn by the very kind and lovely human in the background, reads, Make America gay again, to answer a question posted by a number of you. As a reminder, Star Trek Picard was filmed principally in California, unlike Star Trek Discovery, which films in Toronto. Star Trek Picard now enters the post-production phase, and is still expected to premiere in early 2020. Jonathan Frakes has said that he had a major anxiety attack over his return to acting in Star Trek Picard. ComicBook.com reports that at an appearance at Fan Expo Canada last weekend, he talked about what it was like returning to acting after a long hiatus. He said I hadn't acted in a long 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 time. I hadn't played Riker in 18 years, and I've been very fortunate to be busy directing. And I had a major anxiety attack because for whatever reason, I'd forgotten to act. I forgot how to act. I was not a pretty picture for a few hours. Frake said that knowing his Picard co-stars had acted more recently made him nervous. He said, I had just directed two episodes of Picard with Sir Patrick, and his acting muscle was well-toned, and Marina Sirtis had just closed, having starred in a play in the West End in London, so I knew she was going to be in good form, so I was a nervous wreck. It ended up going very well, but don't let anybody tell you it's like getting back on a bike. That's bull. Jonathan Frakes will reprise his role as William Riker in Star Trek Picard next spring, And in the meantime, he'll be working more in his comfort zone as a director for Star Trek Discovery Season 3, now in production. Up next, more news and Trek Trivia Tuesday, but first, a word from me. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to those of you who wrote me letters last week. You guys have not let me down with your Star Trek stories. Now, If you haven't written in yet, but you would still like to, I would encourage you to do so and you can find my address on dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Second of all, this week I'm asking for your help in supporting a great cause. The Roddenberry Foundation has teamed up with Pop Culture Hero Coalition to raise money for their heroic curriculum, which has two main goals. Teaching children with serious physical disabilities resilience, healthy identity, breaking barriers, and other crucial mental health and life skills. And teaching the peers of children with disabilities inclusion, ending marginalization, and being an ally. For every dollar that the campaign raises, the Roddenberry Foundation will match it. Now They're very close to hitting their goal of just over $6,000, which, when matched, will power the Heroic curriculum for six months. Please, consider making a donation today and help make a difference in the lives of children with serious disabilities. To find out more, head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash heroic. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash heroic. Thank you. I love it when a couple of fandoms with strong fan bases get to have a genuine crossover. That happened this weekend when the world of professional wrestling intersected with the world of Star Trek. Comicbook.com, in its second appearance in today's show, reported that Cody Rhodes, one of the stars of all elite wrestling, made an appearance in this weekend's all out pay per view event wearing Star Trek gear. Quoting the piece, Cody Rhodes entered the ring decked out in gear representative of the commanding officers of Star Trek Voyager and the Next Generation era Starfleet uniforms. Accompanying him was veteran Diamond Dallas Page, also fittingly wearing a commanding officer's uniform, and Brandy Rhodes went all out herself with a suit reminiscent of Voyager's breakaway favorite, Seven of Nine. Cynics might be inclined to assume that the stunt was an attempt to capitalize on the current marketing machine behind Star Trek, but there's probably a simpler explanation. Cody Rhodes is a Star Trek fan. As far back as 2017, he responded on Twitter to a fan asking whether he and fellow wrestler Kenny Omega would remain friends after that year's International Wrestling Grand Prix Championship. Rhodes said simply, I hope. We are both fans of Star Trek TNG. All Elite Wrestling, or AEW, is a new wrestling promotion founded just this year. The All Out event was its final pay-per-view event before it starts its new spot on broadcast television. AEW will air weekly in two-hour slots on TNT from October of this year. According to Wikipedia, CBS Sports described AEW as the first company with major financial backing to take a swing at beginning to compete with WWE on a major level in nearly two decades. And now it's time for Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, in the series finale of Star Trek The Next Generation All Good Things, Q takes Captain Picard backwards in time about 3.5 billion years to when he says that Picard's entire civilization begins in a little pond of goo. In that episode, an anti-time anomaly threatens to stop evolution by preventing the formation of the first proteins. So now, a trivia question for you. In the opening scenes of All Good Things, a distressed Captain Picard runs into Worf and Deanna Troy in the corridor and asks them the date. What date was it? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Now don't forget that both Priority One and Mission Log will be broadcasting live this evening. Priority One is up first, broadcasting the live recording of the show that you'll hear when it comes out on Friday. Get a peek behind the scenes and hang out in the chat room. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Head to PriorityOnePodcast.com for details. Then at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, it's Mission Log Live. Can Ray and John Champion discuss Trek topics with a special guest? And they're taking your calls, so you can be part of the discussion too. Head to facebook.com forward slash missionlogpod for more. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at com, or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.